the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Hello, everybody, and welcome to my show. I'm Dennis Prager. Off a few days last week for my son's wedding in Florida and other things that uh, was an extremely busy week. Fort Lauderdale, Tampa, and Palm Beach. In Palm Beach, I interviewed Governor DeSantis, and I hope we'll be able to put that uh, dialogue up at uh, PragerU. My impression of the man is that he's the real deal. Would you say that that's a fair, good assumption? I just asked Alan Nestrin, who is, of course, present at this PragerU uh, gala that we had in Palm Beach, Florida, the real deal means that he's he's in it for the right reasons. He he wants to to do good for people. What I did in the interview, I had thirty five minutes, so it's a serious interview. And what I did the bulk was I took objections to him in the New York Times. And I had him answer I think there were five. I had him answer all of them, which I think he did. And people found that very, very helpful. Part of my own strength is, a big part actually, is that I read the other side constantly. And I come up with responses, which is part of the reason you listen to my show that I have rational responses to the attacks on what I stand for, American values, e pluribus unum, liberty, and in God we trust, and Judeo-Christian values, that there is a God, specifically the God of the Bible, who is the source of our rights and obligations. Pretty simple, eh? Yes, it is. A lot of people don't, uh, don't like those values. They like their own. They make their own. Like the NPR interview with the woman who wrote in defense of looting. It's not a woman who believes in Judeo-Christian values, obviously. Do not steal is not pertinent to racial and economic minorities. Amazing, eh? Just amazing. He was the real deal. He is a small-town Midwesterner, moved to Florida, and he, uh, he doesn't care what the New York Times and the rest of the media say about him. That is the key to being morally effective. If you don't give a damn about what the left says, you will be a very strong human being. That's it. My sense is that uh, uh, 
it's my sense. I don't know it for a fact. I can't get into his brain. I think that Mitt Romney, for example, cares more about what the mainstream media say about him than does Ron DeSantis. Right? They, they would be an example. A lot of Republicans care what the media says about them. Every single Democrat cares. That's a big difference between the two. He, uh, he's a gutsy man. You get your courage from a lot of things. One is you want to be courageous. Two, you believe in what you're doing. Three, you don't care about what the other side says, in this case the left. And fourth, you believe in God, to whom you are ultimately more responsible than to any other single thing. And I think he fulfills all of those criteria, and he has courage. It's the freest state, or one, that, one of the freest states in the Union. It is the first time in Florida history that there are more registered Republicans than Democrats. He, he mentioned that. <laughs> that's astonishing. That, that's a tremendous reason for optimism in this country. The New York Times, which I read avidly, as I've been telling you, the New York Times had a piece about how the country is more and more divided between left-wing and right-wing states, between red states and blue states, that they have less and less in common. It's a fact. I live in California. I have nothing in common with most of my Californian residents. Nothing. We both breathe. We both stop at red lights. So I shouldn't say nothing. We have certain biological affinities, and we both tend to obey traffic laws. I'm sure I could find some other things, but on the ultimate moral questions, we have nothing in common. It is a very strange thing to live in a place that you feel so alienated from. It's very, uh, it, when you think about it, it's, it's certainly the first time in my life that I've had that sense. Of course, California has been moving more and more leftward. Nevertheless, you, you had a sense, you didn't have the sense of, I don't, I don't belong here morally as, you, uh, as one does now. They passed a law last week. I didn't, I didn't comment on it. They passed a law last week in the, was it the legislature or just committee? I don't know if it got to the legislature yet about reparations. They're, they're, they're looking into reparations for, did you know that? The, uh, they're looking into reparations for the descendants of slaves living in California. So... Uh, it, there's nothing being done right now. I, it, it is done uh, as a feel-good measure. It makes me feel that I am, I am a moral individual to do this. As we know, giving people free money is a tremendous asset in their lives. Look at lottery winners. You don't even need government as the example. The stories of lottery winners' lives deteriorating after winning the lottery. Uh, I wonder if they're even, they might even be the norm. Uh, uh, the children of extremely wealthy people 
who know they don't have to work a day in their lives and they have a, a lot of money. It is, it is much worse to be born to an extremely wealthy parent than to be born to a middle-class parent who has to struggle for an income but still has an income. Free money, money you didn't earn, is like self-esteem you didn't earn. It's harmful. It is not good. The destruction of the black family uh, by liberals, in this case not just leftists, liberals, is one of the many things that they should do penitence for. The black family was stronger than the white family in the 1930s. So the argument that the black family was crushed by slavery seems to not hold. I wish anybody who said that would debate who's our great uh, black uh, Tom Sowell. Tom Sowell should... uh, Tom Sowell is, is probably in his late 80s now. Right? Is in his 90? He's in his 90s, and they should debate him. <laughs> Tom Sowell is a human phenomenon. 1 8 Prager 776 is the number to uh, reach me. So, Ron DeSantis and I had this dialogue. He obviously has a high opinion of Prager U, or he wouldn't have come to the gala. And I am very grateful that he did. I'm very grateful for PragerU's reputation. Did you know that Tucker Carlson cited PragerU and showed a video? Yeah. So I I was watching his Friday show uh, last night, Sunday night. And he said, here, uh, watch this PragerU video. And he showed Will Will Witt interviewing people. It wasn't merely that he cited a PragerU video. He, He showed it. And uh, that was uh, that was gratifying. And I want to thank all of you who helped uh, PragerU last month. I'm not asking for funds till August. I just want you to know. <laughs> By the way, it's not forbidden uh, in other months. But we're making a difference. There is uh, look. I called this 20 years ago, 25 years ago. There's a civil war in the country. Florida and California at this point have nothing in common. It's a very sad but true statement. The Dennis Prager Show. Dennis Prager here. And the real estate market is hot right now. People are taking advantage of low interest rates and economic uncertainty by investing in real assets. Whether you're a first-time buyer or just looking to make a change, the key to getting the property you want is being pre-qualified with cash in hand. That's why you should contact Andrew Del Rey and Todd Avakian at andrewandtodd.com. They are with Sierra Pacific Mortgage. Andrew and Todd are mortgage bankers, not brokers, so their team takes care of you personally from start to finish. In fact, you'll probably speak with either Andrew or Todd directly. Go online and fill out a few simple questions, and they can usually assess your situation right over the phone. Andrew and Todd are with you every step of the way. Go to andrewandtodd.com or call 888-888-1172, andrewandtodd.com, or 888-888-1172, 888-888-1172. Six dead, 12 hurt in gunfire near state capital. 
Sacramento police hurt, hunt for multiple gunmen in shooting that erupted outside downtown nightclubs. There was a fight outside a nightclub, I guess, and then some guy or guys came by and just shot them. And all we hear, of course, is, oh, this proves the need for more gun laws. Yeah, but the, the, the guns they used, the one, the one that they did, in fact, find was stolen. What gun law prevents a stolen weapon from getting into criminals' hands? It is so obvious that more laws mean that fewer people who are innocent, who are law abiders, will have access to guns. It will have no impact on criminals. I mean, basically, you have a situation. I've never compared it. Isn't that interesting? Why didn't I ever? There must be something wrong. Uh, where I never tell me tell me the logic that I'm missing. That this is like prohibition the way they think. They think about guns the way the people who were for prohibition thought about uh, alcohol. If you just ban it, it will go away. So you get Al Capone out of it. I mean, every leftist would like to ban uh, weapons. I mean, that's their dream, obviously. They, they know they can't in the, because too many Americans believe in the Second Amendment. Uh, I, I certainly do. I was on Hardball once, this is so many years ago, with Chris Matthews, and we were talking about guns. And uh, it was a low time, a, a very a very disappointing response in Chris Matthews. I said, I think it would have been good if, if, if every Jew in Europe had a gun. And I said it as a Jew, as one who's been on the Holocaust Memorial Museum, the Holocaust Museum Board of Directors, one who's written a book on anti-Semitism. I've been fighting it my whole life and, and writing about it and speaking about it. So I have my bona fides on my caring about the greatest eruption of anti-Semitism and of pure evil, the Holocaust. And uh, he went crazy, Chris Matthews, uh, literally went crazy. And I, he, he said, I will not have anybody on my show who mocks the Holocaust. Remember that? Yeah, I think he misheard you. You think he misheard me? Do you know, I, I did something odd. I pray there's a video of this. When he said that, I actually turned around to see if there was somebody else in, in the room I was broadcasting from. I, I, it so didn't pertain to me, I didn't understand what he was talking about. There was a, a Jewish congressman Lantos, may he rest in peace. He was a liberal, not not a leftist. He was a liberal from California, and he was a he was a uh, a survivor of the Holocaust from Hungary. And Tom Lantos is a good man, and I fascinatingly he didn't agree with me, but he wasn't offended. Why would anybody be offended by by the idea that the Jews would have been better off had they had guns? I didn't say there wouldn't have been a Holocaust. And I said they, they would have, it would have been a blessing if they all did. If millions of Jews could have taken a Nazi with them, 
or, you know, if 10,000 Jews could have taken a Nazi with them. Doesn't it give you dignity to die in a gunfight rather than in a gas chamber? I mean, uh, my, uh, my passion for innocent people having guns is very deep. Thank God Ukrainians have guns. What do you think? We, we, we are guaranteed not to have a, a, an invasion or even more possibly a, an evil government? to which we might have to defend, against which we might have to defend ourselves? Or some, or some world force? So six dead, twelve hurt, and all, all we hear about is guns, 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 guns. What manufactures such awful people? is of greater concern to me. All right, 1-8 Prager 776. Uh, Mike in Tampa, Florida. I was just in Tampa. I love that city. Hi. Hey there, Dennis. Thank you. Yeah, actually, Clearwater, but you know the whole area. We, we just say St. Pete because people don't, or Tampa. Right. Don't, they seem to know the layout. But uh, anyhow, yes, we love uh, DeSantis here. It's uh Quite remarkable. I, you know, obviously he's very well educated, Harvard, Yale, you know, without all that. But what some people maybe don't know is the amount of uh, study time that he put into pandemics and viruses to learn about all this stuff. And a lot of his, of his decisions are based on history. So it's one thing to say, I went to Harvard, Yale, you should listen to me. It's entirely another thing to actually have done a tremendous amount of research on how these things behave. We know this down here. I don't know that a lot of people know this nationally, but um, you're right. Yeah. Thank you. I'm only letting you go because it's it's a it's a bad connection. Uh, that first of all, it's interesting. I did not know. Did you know he was from Harvard and Yale? Mm-hmm. I did not know that because it doesn't mean a damn thing to me. So I would never look it up. I, I don't care if you went to college at all. I don't care if you went to Harvard and graduated number one in your class. Okay, the, the, it, it doesn't tell me anything. It tells me you study hard, which is fine. It's, I'm not holding it against you, but it's, it's, that's very interesting to me. The guy does not radiate Harvard-Yale. He radiates his, his Midwest Ohio upbringing. That's so interesting. And yes, uh, I, I, he, I would say he knows more about the, the pandemic than many, many, many doctors. The Dennis Prager Show. Running a small business without HR? Talk about high risk. It's time for Bambi. Bambi is an HR platform built for businesses like yours, so you can automate the most important HR practices and get your own dedicated HR manager. First, Bambi's HR Autopilot automates your core policies, workplace training, and employee feedback. Then, your dedicated HR manager will help you navigate the more complex parts of HR and guide you to compliance, available by phone, email, or real-time chat. With Bambi, your dedicated HR manager starts at just $99 a month, no hidden fees, and cancel any time. 
Bambi has received thousands of five-star reviews on Trustpilot, and their customers are four times less likely to have a claim filed against them. Go to Bambi.com slash Prager right now for your free HR audit, spelled B-A-M-B-E-E dot com slash Prager, Bambi.com slash Prager. Hello, my friends. Dennis Prager with you. There is an organization that is actually, well, not actually, I mean, I don't want to imply it's the only one, but there are some great organizations out there battling the left attempt to destroy this beautiful civilization of freedom and goodness that we have here. And that organization is Color Us United. And they're fighting corporate wokeness. Most recent example is Disney. If you go to Disneyland or Disney World, you are supporting people who hate this country and who uh, are in favor of the sexualization of children when they should be innocent. And I put it mildly. There's another woke organization, American Express, and Color Us United has started a campaign called Un-American Express. Spokesman for this group? The president. I'm sorry? It says here, oh, it said, it said spokesman. I know, that's the problem with having two IDs. <laughs> Okay. President, I am I am increasingly honored. Kenny Shu, and it is uh, spelled X U. Kenny Shu, welcome to the Dennis Prager Show. Thank you so much for having me. Well, you're doing great work. H- how is it going, the Un-American Express project? It's going really well, Dennis. Um, as you guys know, um, many of you all perhaps know. American Express has been doing a lot of really racially insidious policies, including uh, incentivizing promotion by race uh, and hiring by race, doing critical race theory trainings where they're asking for their members to uh, state that capitalism is racist. Uh, They're a credit card company. Um, So we started the Un-American Express campaign. We launched just a couple of weeks ago, got a big Fox News hit out of it. Um, and we have sent over 19,000 emails to some of the major investors of Un-American Express telling them to divest from their operation. That's unamericanexpress.com. What is the average person who's not invested uh, going, what are you asking my listeners to do? Well, the average listener, when what we do at Colorist United really is we mobilize ordinary Americans to get CEOs to respect all of their employees. None of these policies create any kind of respect. It creates a culture of division and resentment instead. And so what the ordinary American can do is they can go to unamericanexpress.com, unamericanexpress.com. They can send a letter, an email actually out to their state pension fund holder uh, to ask them to divest from this ridiculous company until they reverse their woke policies. Right. So 
uh, I assume as well that by going to unamericanexpress.com, they will find out about what American Express is doing. Yes, and in fact, we've documented everything on the website, the sources of all of their DEI trainings, um, where they are making that assertion that capitalism is racist. Uh, in the, uh, the colleague networks that they're putting their employees into, uh, which include networks that are that segregate their members by race, gender, and sexuality. There's an LGBTQ group, there's a black group, there's an Asian group, and you are selected into this group whether you really consent or like it or not. And, of course, the purpose of these groups is to stir racial animus and advocacy within the organization, and this is happening across corporations across America. So there's really little American about American Express at this time. <laughs> exactly, and that's why we chose, you know, Fortune 500 companies are doing this all over the place. The reason why we chose American Express is because they have a unique name. That's right. That that's right. incredibly ironic. Incredibly yeah. is right. You're doing important work. I ask every listener, you got to help the fighters. I'm not even asking for funds. Just get in touch with them. Find out what they're doing. Kenny Shu will speak again, and God bless your work. Thank you. Thank you. Please go to unamericanexpress.com. I love all these fighters. The left is shocked, shocked at how much fighting we're doing, how much pushback. The Dennis Prager Show. It is not true that the Russian invasion of Ukraine has eclipsed the border crisis. What has eclipsed the border crisis, do you know how many people have come into this country illegally since Joe Biden, who was the most destructive president in American history, is a bad human being. We have a bad, stupid person as president. It's a terrible combination. Although bad and smart might be uh, might be worse, I don't know, but not in this case. Two and a half million people have illegally crossed the southern border, and he likes it. You, the left liars, write me emails, and I love them. I can't thank them enough. The leftists who email me, oh, name me a Democrat who's for open borders. This is the perfect example of the ability of leftists to lie to themselves. Really? We don't believe, they don't believe in open borders? What is the southern border of the United States now if not open? What is it? You lying leftists. The, look, truth is not a left-wing value, it's a liberal value, and it's a conservative value. I repeat that constantly, because you must understand that. And the media, which are left, lie, whether it's the Biden notebook, the Russian collusion story, and so much else. And here on the border, they lie by omission. They don't cover it. How many New York Times readers know that two and a half million people have illegally come into the United States, many of whom then go on welfare? By the way, I totally agree with them. If I were them, I would do the same thing. It's not an attack on them. It's an attack on the Democratic Party, which doesn't give a crap about this country. 
I believe that as I believe I have two children. The Democratic Party craps on the United States of America. That is its essence. How can I destroy what is beautiful? I don't know what makes them. I don't know. It is a phenomenon. The border is a perfect example. No country can accept this number of people over and over and over. And now there will be more. New York Post. As if the border crisis isn't damaging enough with two and a half million illegal migrants having crossed into the United States since Joe Biden took office. Now the administration is going to make it exponentially worse by unwinding the last Trump-era restriction. The Title 42 policy implemented by the Trump administration during the pandemic to allow border officials to quickly expel migrants on public health grounds will be terminated next month, the CDC announced Friday. Title 42 was the last tool border officials had to stem the flow of illegal migration from more than 150 countries across the southern border. Now they are anticipating a doubling or tripling of numbers to as many as 18,000 a day. We know what that means. More secret migrant flights fanning out from the southern border to a town near you. It's another thing the government does. It then flies them to your town. This is the most obvious example of a country committing suicide as I know of in all of my study of history. I'm quiet because I have to quell my anger at the Democratic Party and at all the Republicans who felt that the Democrats were a morally superior choice to Donald Trump. The narcissism of that view, oh me, I'm above voting for Donald Trump. That's all it was. And there were some wonderful people I know who did that. Most were not wonderful, but I know some. I acknowledge that fact. But it was still narcissism. I am above voting for Donald Trump. I can say I wouldn't vote for a man who speaks like he does, or a man with his past. Like Joe Biden was a moral alternative. By the way, even if he were, it's irrelevant. If you voted for the Democrats, you voted to ruin this country. The reason most don't acknowledge it is because they don't even know it. The press keeps them blinded to the realities of the consequences in our schools, on our streets, and at our in our borders, at our borders. Charter flights to White Plains Airport in Westchester have started again after a hiatus following the Post's report. That's the New York Post. Last October, revealing migrant planes landing in the middle of the night. Several times a week, and unloading hundreds of migrants claim to be children to be spirited away on buses to locations around New York and neighboring states. 
a World Atlantic Airways plane thought to be bringing illegal migrants from El Paso, Texas, via Oklahoma City to Oklahoma, landed at the White Plains Airport at 11.30 p.m. Sunday. It is quite remarkable. Starting with already. Already since President Biden dismantled Trump-era border restrictions on his first day in office, the number of illegal migrants who have entered the U.S. is the equivalent of the fifth largest city in the nation. By the time the midterms roll around, we will have another 5 million. That's at least 7 million total, the equivalent of the second largest city in the country. Almost the size of New York City, it is like importing the entire population of Libya. And from the next month, that's the number who will enter every year unless someone wrests control of the border from the cartels. Thank you, Democrats. The Dennis Prager Show. How a country so good as America could produce so many people who want to destroy it, I have no answer to. The Democratic Party is destroying this country in every way possible, in its education system and in its illegal immigration invitation. This is astonishing. By the time of the next presidential election, the number of illegal aliens, Biden illegals, will be over 20 million at these rates. That's a 6% population increase over Biden's term in illegal migration alone. How do we house and feed such a horde? How do hospitals, schools, and jails cope with the unheralded influx with no planning or preparation. This is Biden's biggest disaster, and there have been a few, like oil, the pipeline. It is very hard for people to understand, it is for me too, that there are people who grew up here, who have prospered, and who have no regard for it. Is there an example in history of of a good country committing suicide? I can't think of one. There might be. That's why you have to fight. That means getting out of the closet. That means you will lose some friends. I'm not sure why you want friends who have none of your values. I mean, they may be long-time sweet people. I have said this on many occasions. It has become clearer to me as I have lived longer. A lot of nice people do a lot of damage. There are two parts to the human being, two moral parts or two parts that have to do with morality, the macro and the micro. Some people have great values and are awful in the micro, in personal relationships. Some people are terrific in personal relationships and have awful macro societal values. 
That's how nice people vote for bad people. I know it because I know this personally. I know such people, really nice people, who are wrecking this country. And then there are people who are not nice <laughs> and wrecking the country. <laughs> Got to fight back. We, it's not lost, my friends. I just came from Florida. I have seen the potential future. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.